0: The volume.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was some bad ASMR, what you did right there. Oh,
1: sh- 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 the best part of waking up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There was a. Uh, you were laughing. Kind of funny. What? Yeah, and uh, my, one of my old hockey coaches used to have this hilarious laugh. He, like, didn't, like, really laugh. but He did this as... <laughs> people with funny laughs are so
0: awesome. It's, like, the most unique sound. Yeah. It's, like, uh, there's, <laughs> there's, a, there's a couple people in town that when it doesn't matter where I'm at in, in a fucking crowded room... If I don't know they're there, but I hear them laugh, I'm like, Oh, you know a so, I know yeah. that laugh. It's like a, hill, 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 hill. <laughs> And then there's the fucking ones
1: where they start to snort and shit. It's just, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The snorters. I gotta see something. See them about my info. What are you gonna see? I had used to be able to put like quotes and shit on your about. What are you about? Other than it, it was just quotes from other people. It was pretty lame. Oh, but anyways, on there it used to be. Um, I used to have a quote from that hockey coach because he's dead. <laughs> okay, sorry, yeah. but it, the quote was literally just te te te. That's how we <laughs> laugh all the time, man. Uh, it's like a little, a little. That's uh, like an inside it's joke like a quote. Homage,
0: yeah, yeah. It's like only Billy
1: only England. If you know, you know. You know, you know.
0: What, what are you a, doing, what man? What a Billy England from. He was from the Dells, technically, yeah. I mean, like he's, you know. I know, he's up there now. He's up there now. So Godspeed, my friend. (sighs) That's right, that's right. We are just, so we were just looking up uh, some guest lists, possible guest lists for the pod. And we started looking through our friend lists for people that, uh, you know, it's like you admire and you want to maybe sit down and talk to again. And uh, Kyle and I both came across people in our friends list that are no longer with us. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like it's so interesting that that digital imprint that you have that lasts well
1: beyond yeah and people still like post to those like accounts you know like on birthdays or yeah for the anniversary of their death it's like miss you so much i do i do it for my sister yeah yeah
0: it's like usually it's like uh her birthday and christmas um her birthday was christmas eve okay so it's like Around that time of year, it's usually like, you know, it's like uh, when you lose somebody that's that close to you, um, just like, like, just have them, for me, I just have like, every once in a while, it'll just be a moment where it just kind of hit me a little bit. And it's not like I'm like super sad or anything. It's just like, uh, it's what I feel like is it's like, it's just taking a minute to remember. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, it's so easy to just, you know, we're so busy in our lives and we have shit to do and we have kids and family and jobs. It's like it's easy just to go six, eight months without thinking about somebody when they're not around, you know, even if, they, if, even if they're if they alive. But then so it's like it's uh, interesting when the, in that situation, though, because it's like I, I don't – it's not an active thought. It's just like it just comes to me, yeah. you know. It's not like, oh, so I was thinking about this. And it's just like, no, nah, I think it's time for you to just fucking – Take five minutes and then you just do. And uh, so I, I guess what I'm saying is that I appreciate that there are times when I can still, I guess, post something on her wall, even though, you know, it's not, you know, she's not physically going to read it. But um, it, it's also a connection point for all the people that were in her life, you know, because they're all still friends with her on Facebook. Sure. So whenever somebody posts on her wall, it usually pops up on their timeline because, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a rare occurrence. And so it's uh, other family members and, and stuff like that. And then they'll post something, you know, and it's like you can kind of get into a little bit of a memory train. And it's, and it's kind of fun and it's cool. and so It's a nice way to remember somebody. Um, so, yeah, and then there's like, you know, there's a digital imprint that you don't want. Right. right? Where I just i am watching... Uh, I think I'm on that last episode of Dahmer and it's like, motherfucker, man. That guy was something else. You... I,
1: I've only made it to episode two. Did you did you just stop or what? No, I it was I watch shows like that, like in bed when Sam's sleeping, like on an iPad. And so it just got late. I was tired. <laughs> so I shut Oh, oh up. okay. Gotcha. It's um
0: it's such a fucked up show. Yeah, like the dude who plays him is so fucking good. He's so fucking good that he's so fucking creepy. You know, it's just like, and it's like he's like, "Hey man, I I just want to take some pictures." And it's just like, what? It's like, don't worry, it's cool. I just want to take some pictures. I'll give you fifty dollars. And it's like everything about the whole fucking vibe of that place is like, how would somebody want to go into that space with yeah, somebody yeah. in the shittiest fucking apartment you could ever dream of? that smells like fucking rotting So flesh. is that like, was that legit? Is that accurate? Um, I don't know. Okay. I, I'm, my, my guess is, so I haven't heard anything about it, uh, about for complaining about the inaccuracies, except for, um... There was the um, the person that was in it that got away from him, and they got the cops called on him. Yeah, and that's how we, they they found him out. That person said that like like um, there were some things about himself that weren't portrayed oh, accurately. Sure, you know, and I mean it's to to be fair, it's like. You know, it is a show, so they're going to take some right. kind of creative license with, you know how they're. Gonna yeah, it makes a it more
1: of a thing if you can say the room stinks like dead people.
0: Well, no, it's not what it I don't think it was that. It was like it's like how he was physically or, or emotionally portrayed. Sure, sure. sure. You know, um, but like I guess the rest of it was fairly accurate. All right. You know, and it was just like I, I talked to my son Dylan about it. I asked him, I said, "Have you been watching it?" He goes, "I tried, but I couldn't." He said, "I had to turn it off." I said, really? And he goes, yeah. He goes, just got so fucking creepy, Dad. Mm. And, and, and I get it. So he's a teenager. And there's like this one point in the show where Dahmer's like masturbating. Okay. You know, and it's just like for a teenage boy to see a, a grown man masturbating on television, I'm sure it's got to be like, I ain't watching this fucking shit. Right, right. I know I wouldn't have watched it when I was a teenage boy. I think I might even fast forwarded through that part because it's like, yeah, I get, I get what you're doing here. You know, I don't need to watch a montage of you masturbating. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, but the show went into such, such detail like that, that it was just like, um, I mean, it was, it was a good, it was a well-made show. There, I definitely say there were parts of it where I was kind of scrolling on my phone through it. Um, but overall, it was uh, just fucking crazy that somebody like that could
1: really be alive. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he did a. He stayed for a small time, down in Sock, Right? I don't know. Did he? I think so. Really? Like in the jail? No. Like in one of the apartments downtown. No, Sauk. he lived in Sock. I don't know if he lived there or if he just stayed there for like a few nights. I thought that's what I heard.
0: Damn, I didn't hear that. Yeah, they didn't play it. Talk about Sock City
1: in the movie. No. Uh-uh. Well, maybe it was just a, a rentable room for a few nights. Well, yeah. Hey, I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, this is possible. I
0: mean, the guy was, he did a lot of different shit, and he was all over Wisconsin, you know, and so. Mm. In Baraboo. <clears throat> Could have been. Could have been in Baraboo. Chilling in the circus. It is interesting when you see this fucking creepy fuck, and he'll, you know, like, say names of towns that you know. Oh, yeah. You know, and he's just like, Kiwani and shit, and stuff like that, Waukesha, and it's just like, what the fuck, man? Like, don't talk about towns I know. <laughs> Some of those big towns, shit happens all the time. I know. It's, it's, it's kind of like what, you know, and the thing about him was, is that according to the way it was portrayed, like he didn't really have any remorse. He didn't have any like uh, like feeling, you know, like he was like, what's that called when you don't have feeling? It's like a sociopath. Is that
1: right? Something like that. I don't know for I sure. I think it's sociopath. Is he, is the real Dom or dead? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, he got fucked up in prison. Well, that's fair. <clears throat> yeah. He, um,
0: the, uh, uh, they had some scenes in it, um, about him in prison and mm-hmm. some of the shit that he did. It's like, yeah, he's going to get fucking murdered in prison. So, yeah, you know, I'm not, I don't want to spoil it for no, you. that's fair. But it's, uh, um, but it's, yeah, it's fucking crazy, man. Mm. So he was, um, while he was in prison, they caught that other fucking dude, that big, fat guy that was like murdering people and uh, um i don't know if he's eating them or not i don't know if it's ed gean is that is it ed that's Gein? a person yeah was he is he from i don't know i i want to say maybe it was ed gean but um while he was in prison ed gean was on trial okay and they gave ed gean the uh the death penalty sure and Dahmer wanted the death penalty, and they wouldn't give it to him. Oh. They gave him, like, uh, nine consecutive life sentences. So, um, but it was, like, uh, yeah, it's, hmm. he, had like, he had, like, groupies while he was in prison. Really? Yeah. Like, chicks would write him and, like, talk to him and say, how, like, how much they liked him, and they didn't think he was guilty and, like, all the things, and they'd send him money and shit. That's weird. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Like, and it, you know, that's like a huge fucking thing. Like people who write people in prison and send them money and become like pen pals and then they get married to them while they're in prison. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's just like, holy fuck. Like what is it about people that make them think like, I'm going to marry a felon while they're in prison you know, like, the, how, what's that mindset? You know, that would be really interesting to talk to somebody, to just try to have an understanding of, like, what it is that drew you to start communicating with this inmate and, in like,
1: in like, wanting to, like, be their, their spouse. Yeah, like, there's clearly some physical attraction or emotional attraction for some reason. Yeah, maybe that's what it starts with, is like a physical attraction, you know?
0: It's like like some, some dude's on the fucking news, and he's a felon, but somebody, like some chick thinks he's hot mm-hmm. or whatever, and then like, <clears throat> you know, it's like, oh, I don't think he did it, you know, or whatever. So then
1: they write to him. Like, yeah, even hey, if they think he did it, though. <clears throat> it's just, I don't know. What's the other Netflix show about uh, serial murderers? There's so many. There's a a pretty good one. It it hasn't been, I don't know if it got renewed or not, um, but I liked it a lot. Mind Mind Hunters. Oh, was that the one with uh, Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey? No, this was two actors I don't even know. Um, But they were like in a psychology department of the FBI, so they went around and interviewed all these like high-profile killers. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a pretty good one. Interesting. Sounds good.
0: Did you watch that one with Matthew McConaughey and and uh, no. um what the fuck did I just Woody Harrelson? No. That was pretty good. That was kind of creepy. They were like these partners, these detectives that were like trying to find this fucking killer. And they were always just like 2 inches away from him, you know. Yeah. And, and it turned out like he was fucking right in front of their face the whole fucking mm. time. Yeah. And uh <clears throat> yeah, it's like we have this weird obsession with serial killers. Yeah, we do. You know? And it's like so they make money, right? Like for like they sell books, they sell movies, they like they, they, they people are like it's like the freak show, you know, so people are interested, so they're willing to pay their money to go figure it out. Like what is it that like makes this person tick or whatever. But it's like on one
1: hand, aren't we kind of promoting them? Yeah. So that's the argument um, with, like, a mass shooter. There's a a small, I'll say small, I think it's larger than maybe it comes across, but there's a push to not feature photos or names of mass killers. Like, to not name them in your news broadcast and to not show a photo of them in your news broadcast. So you're not, like, raising, you're not elevating their status. Exactly, because,
0: geez, man hey man you gotta you gotta slide the chicken
1: cock the chicken cock uh but no, because yeah, they get attention that way and they get raised up to the stardom. It's not good stardom in ninety nine percent of people's eyes well to them it is though but to them it is, and to others with that same mentality then they then they seek out that that stardom or fandom mm and they get, like, copycat killers and well, shit like but, that. Or, but it, more for, like, high-profile, like, school shootings and shit like that. Like, that's the... Well, it's still copycat. I, mean, I suppose.
0: You know, it's just, it's like, maybe they're not serial killers, but they're still doing the same thing. Yeah, and, and, and so
1: I would be okay with that. Don't tell me, don't broadcast their names, don't fucking put their picture on anything. Like, you don't raise them up to a level. Don't tell their story. I don't know. Well, it's it's kind
0: of a it's a double edged sword because on one hand, like people want to know what drove this person to be this way, sure. So maybe they can help the next person not be that way, you know. So it's
1: like uh, okay, well, you don't need the, the person's name and photo to know that those details. Well, I know, but if you fucking tell their story, eventually it's gonna get out, you know. Yeah,
0: it's and, and, like may, back in the day shit like this would happen and in it in it, like was happened on a small level and they tell the story around town or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. But nowadays there's just there's too much access to information for it not to be told. There's no way. Like there's too many people connected that someone's going to know something and they're going to fucking sell out for money yeah. or, or, or fame or whatever. They want their spotlight or maybe they just fucking hate the person.
1: You know, and yeah. they're like, fuck them. I'm going to tell everybody what you did. I mean, so sell speaking. Of, so, you had mentioned serial killers. You know, sell their story. Like, does a movie company? I don't even know the fucking right word I'm looking for. Studio need to buy the rights to the story. It's a fucking story. Are you um, buying their name? Well, I think
0: that um, depending on like, uh, if you're following, like, if someone writes a book sure you know then you have to buy the you have to like if you want to make a movie based on that book then you have to do that sure but i could make a movie that's based on the wisconsin serial killer sure i think i think so i think if it's a public name like that you can do you can make it on whatever you want right you know it's like uh um uh that fucking brendan dassey and and whatever those fuckers were from uh Northern Wisconsin, that auto junkyard where they killed that reporter. Mm, don't know. That was like a, um, it's called Making a Murderer. Oh, okay. Um, it was a Netflix thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, it's like still a thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Making of a Murderer or whatever. Yeah. Um, it was this uh, this fucking dude on a junkyard. And some some reporter or something was going to take some photos of a car and she just disappeared, mm-hmm. you know. And so, then the police department, who hated the guy who owned the junkyard, you know, he had all kinds of violations and and like all kinds of shit against him. Um, so then, you know, they uh, they pinned the murder on him. Wasn't it? And his, yeah. And, and his his nephew was part of it. Yeah, I think I
1: watched the Netflix
0: yeah. series. And so, but then it was like, so that these these college students made this doc. They got picked up by Netflix, and it made this guy look like he was innocent, right? You know, and then it was like, wait a fucking minute, and because like I was watching this thing, going, that fucking guy didn't do it. There's fucking cops are pinning shit on him, bullshit. You know, this fucking kid, and they're interviewing. I'm like I was, I was like, emotionally invested in this show, and then fucking, uh, and then they come out with the next version, which is like the opposite viewpoint, mm. where it was like. He fucking for sure murdered sure. that chick. Like, there is no way he didn't murder her. Like, every ounce of evidence points towards that. You know, and it's like, it's two sides of the same exact story. Yeah, it's just whatever spins put on it, basically. Right. Right? And so it's like, two different people took liberties with whatever story they wanted to tell. And if they got a platform to put it on, well, fucking, they're going to make money mm-hmm. now. I, whether somebody has rights... Like if your if your name's in there and they're making money off your name, like you couldn't go and make a movie about Kanye, right? You know, it's like so. Yeah, you can't use the name. Maybe you're
1: just selling the name.
0: Yeah, well, it's like but but like I don't know. Like, if someone like wanted to make a movie about Kyle Crosby, you know, it's like uh, uh, not only would that be a fucking blockbuster, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> would they like would they have to pay you? I don't know. Right. I would think on some level they wouldn't be able to use your name or likeness without your written permission.
1: Well, there's multiple Kyle Crosby's, so it's probably more likeness, yeah. Interesting. It's so weird. I love Mitch Hedberg, the comedian. and He does one joke, and he's like, uh, that you have to be careful about movies that are inspired by something. He goes, for example, he goes, I saw a car accident, and that inspired me to make a movie about a gorilla. (laughs)
0: <laughs> what the fuck?
1: It's like there has no meaning if something's oh. inspired by something. <laughs> I got it. I got it. You know, you and your Mitch Hedberg I know the dude. The dude is awesome. <laughs> he, I was on a podcast with Ike Lamon and that inspired me to write a story about cupcakes. Yeah. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. I think there's a delivery thing going on. Yeah. There. Hey, you're talking about two sides of a coin. I was reading an article. And uh, have you ever heard of a contronym? A contronym? Yeah. No. It is a word that has two meanings, and those meanings are opposite of each other. That's how fucking stupid the English language is, by the way. It's pretty fucking stupid. So what's an example of that? Like bound. So if you're bound... Then you're, you're tied together. Right, but I could also be traveling southbound... Or you could also bound from one rock to another. Exactly. So you could be going away from something. So it literally means you're stuck or you're going. Yeah. Weather can mean to withstand or endure, like I weathered a storm. Yeah. But it could also mean uh, something is worn down, like the rock is weathered Uh or the wood is weathered. Yeah, but but you can't say... And it can also mean
0: there's fucking weather outside. So weathered, there's weathered... I think that's a different thing, though. I mean, it's the English language. I get it. it's fucked. But when you add a D to it, it's not the same word. And you can't say the wood is weather. You can't True. Say, you know, so that's it's like. That's, fa- okay, maybe that's a bad example. I, I think that, like, just, just the one with the D, like the weather and the weather, like
1: weather or weather not versus weather, like, raining. Right. Bolt. Bolting. Bolting from the car or bolting the door. Yeah, yeah. You're going, you're, either you're moving or you're, you're not. You're making sure it doesn't move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a couple of these.
0: But that's yeah. a, a contronym is an interesting, yeah, interesting right. word. That's a big one. Like, when are you going to use contronym in a sentence? That's what I want to know. Oh,
1: I don't know. It was an interesting article. Sounds interesting. I like, don't know boy? where I was going with okay. that. Other than you said there's two sides to every coin, and that maybe think of two sides to words. Okay, that's the connection there, people. If you didn't follow <laughs> the audio fucking thought process. This would be so much cooler, will be so much cooler to have conversations like this
0: once we get our video camera set up.
1: So are you going to have like a backlight? I don't know. We're or is gonna it just f- going to be dark, dark shadows with <laughs> blue fucking lights behind them? <laughs> we're, yeah, it's we're going to be all silhouetted in blue. Yeah. That's what it's going to be. We're going to need some front light.
0: Yeah, we're going to we'll have to figure out, like I don't want some bright fucking light. We'll have to figure that out. Mm. I don't know have to have a couple of ring lights yeah right <laughs> like next to our like next to our head just far enough away to just us, yeah like the optimum
1: amount of light to make our skin Fuckin look good our uh our little video will be all cropped to some weird fucking ratio because we had to cut out the ring lights <laughs> no
0: no you just gotta <laughs> you, you just gotta put them right on the edge of the camera you don't gotta crop it no, no you just like like you know right back there Next time I come in, there's gonna be a big fucking diffuser
1: thing on a stand over here.
0: That'd be fucking cool. We could do that. I just I don't want to fucking change like the vibe in here. No, me either. You know. So I like the dim lights. So we're gonna to have to figure that out. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's gonna kind of like. I don't oh, know. we could
1: just record in night vision.
0: Oh, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> so you buy the
1: night vision glasses, and uh, I know we'll record. Your your new fucking camera should maybe have night vision. Or infrared. Infrared or something. Yeah, we'll just, just have fucking trail cams. Yeah. Just just, of, it's us going like this every <laughs> three seconds. Couple of
0: fucking trail cams running, and we're just gonna we'll sync the audio to the trail cam. I'm still really disappointed your trail cam didn't work last year on deer season. I know. I was that was disappointing. You know, so the the I've got two um stealth cam go like they're like go oh, not GoPros two stealth cam trail cameras that I've got set up on my property. Um, they're like maybe 100 yards apart. Mm-hmm. And one of them has really great cell service and the other one has fucking dog shit cell service. Hmm. And it just so happens that the one I really want to have good service on is not the one that has good sure, service. So sure i get a lot of fucking pictures of deer and raccoons and skunks and foxes and this there's a fucking cat that goes out there every fucking night of the week i don't know how it's alive with the fucking foxes and shit that i see on the cam um but uh um yeah it's they're super fucking cool it's only 10 bucks a month they can have like a thousand pictures per camera that automatically gets uploaded to the cloud. They send it to my phone whenever I got a new photo. So I, I really like them for what they do. Um, they run on AA batteries, so that can get kind of expensive if you have, like, sure, depending if on if it the, takes a bunch of pictures. Yeah, depending on the burst setting um, you have for that and everything, um, it can really eat through some batteries. But the, t- the technology is awesome. Because it's wireless, and, and, and not only is it wireless as far as like, you know, you have wireless shit in your house, but it's connected to your Wi-Fi. You know, this is like a whole different thing. It's yeah, it's sort of, like built in. Yeah. Right. Speaking of Wi-Fi, did you see that um, Musk backed out on his, on his thing where he said he wasn't going to provide Ukraine with free Wi-Fi?
1: I didn't know he, he said he wasn't. I saw the thing saying, fuck it. It's costing a shit ton of money, but we'll keep doing it. So...
0: um, Initially, he said he wasn't going to do it. Oh. And then uh, he got all kinds of fucking heat for it, which is... He's a business. He's a businessman. You know, it's its interesting, right? Like, we're all supposed to fucking care about, about the things that we're told we're supposed to care about. And we're supposed to care about Ukraine. And it's not that I don't care about Ukraine. Don't get me wrong, but it's like... Uh, um, it's like, so... <clears throat> He's like, well, I'm not going to provide free internet to them all the time, or whatever. You know, we're already fucking billion dollars in debt on this project, or whatever. You know, and so, but they're like, oh, you fucking, you know, you're the richest man in the world. You should just fucking do it anyway, and all the things. It's like it's his prerogative, you know, isn't it? Like at the end of the day, we all fight for having our own
1: prerogative. He's the richest man in the world, but now he just has to go. He has to go burn forty four billion dollars, right? To buy Twitter for the good of Twitter.
0: Well, no. He has to buy forty-four million dollar Twitter because billion dollar equity because he's a fucking dumbass. I'm sorry, he should have never fucking tried to buy it like he did. I know that was dumb. Fucking guy, he he he's getting his his fucking comeuppance or whatever you want to call it for that Twitter bullshit because he got himself into that mess. I feel zero sympathy for
1: him for that. I don't care that he's buying it either, but yeah, I. <clears throat> but to, to your point, it's his prerogative, like your money man do what you want but I also saw he was like the government's giving billions and billions of aid to so many things because if we our government wants Ukraine to have free internet I can supply it right just pay for it well well,
0: that's the whole thing that's what I'm saying that's fine that's capitalism that's what we do you know but our I don't know what I was talking to maybe my daughter it's like everything we do nowadays is all based on how we feel. Mm-hmm. It's not based on logic. It's not based on fucking common sense. It's not based on science. It's not based on history and, and what it's proven. It's just fucking based on how do we feel. And it's like, it's such a fucking ignorant way to live. And it's making people so fucking ignorant. Like, like n- nobody, nobody's out there making decisions based on like, like, facts and data, and, and I shouldn't say nobody. Oh, that's fucking, that maybe just a bit of a broad statement, but. <laughs> that's pretty broad. Yeah, broad. That's another one of those. Yeah. Constant whatever. What's that name? What's that word? I forgot already. Starts with a C, right? Contradiction, Contradiction M. M. <laughs> you don't got to look it up. Uh, we well, we, we know what we're talking about. Um, Rewind uh, five, ten minutes. I don't know. So anyway, it's a, uh, um it's so all of the things in the media, all of the things in um like in our faces on the daily and the in the like the big decisions and the things that are happening around the world, it's all based on how we feel about them, mm-hmm. you know it's like uh well look, okay, we were talking about Las Vegas earlier Viva Las Vegas <laughs> so um. Mike might go to Vegas. Maybe there's a concert I want to see. So there's a, uh, there's a drought in Vegas There has been for fucking years. Like the Colorado River's running dry. Southern California's dry. All of it, right? So it went until last year for them to finally say, sorry, you motherfuckers can't water a million acres of fucking grass mm-hmm. for your houses anymore or however many fucking acres. Maybe it's not a million but they didn't do it up until then because it was making people upset that they couldn't have their grass. And it's just like, we're protecting people's feelings and ignoring facts, you know? And it's like, so now when you take that and you, and you have people that grow up with that and then they teach their kids that their feelings are more important than facts. Well, then the fucking kids grow up thinking that all decisions should be based on feelings. And if all your decisions are based on feelings, well then you're gonna make a lot of stupid fucking decisions. They're gonna put you in a really bad place. What's
1: that fucking smile? I and just you? wanna say, come to the right <laughs> side, Ike. Welcome to the right side, Ike. I'm not I'm not right averse.
0: I'm I'm in the middle. I have I, I have feelings on both sides. But it's like I mean
1: I agree though. Like Yeah. There's a lot of decisions and a lot of, like, strong viewpoints are based on emotion. And they're from a one, like, I can't go to, to U.S. Cellular and say, you need to give me this service for free. You're a multi-billion dollar company. Okay. And and so, like, the same shouldn't be expected of Elon Musk. and Like, in a general sense, like, there's more to people's decisions than like one personal thought right i mean
0: i've always been a firm believer that like you know if you have more than you need you don't build a bigger house you build a longer table sure you know and i think that for humanity to continue to thrive and um be connected that's really important and so i think there's a little bit of that in the thought process around Elon Musk but but the thing about what they're asking him to do is is like they're asking him to support this foreign entity which you really I'm maybe he knows a lot about it I don't know but it's like how much do we really know about Ukraine you know how much do we really know like the American citizens that donate fucking millions of dollars every day probably through GoFundMes and different shit that they send aid and everything over there to, to Ukraine. It's like all we know is what we're told and what we see on the news, and we see atrocities and people getting bombed, and, and it's, a, it's a fucking terrible thing, right? People are dying and suffering, and it's like nobody wants to see be dying and suffering. But it's like at that same point in time, like how do we like... Uh, how do we justify the? Uh, I'm gonna say this, and it's gonna make me sound like I'm coming over to your side. <laughs> how do we? How do we justify ignoring the people that are right at our doorstep? Right. You know, and and then and then sending money to another place that's suffering. You know, because there's a big bad guy that's oppressing them. And it's just like there's lots of big bad guys oppressing people in, in, in our own country, you know, and, and even the people that are coming across the border in our country that need help, and they're right fucking there. You know, it's like they're a real issue. They're fucking human beings landing on our fucking doorstep and washing up on our shores every fucking day. And it's just like, so we have we have those foreigners, but they're, they're a direct impact to
1: our specific country and mm-hmm. our day-to-day lives. So... It doesn't take away the importance of the other issues, but it maybe forces us to reprioritize slightly. Wow, yeah. I mean, well, okay, define it. What well, no mean? one's saying Ukraine and the shit going on in Ukraine is not important. Mm-hmm. But I think the stuff that goes on on our doorsteps 43 people locked in a trailer dead. Right that probably is maybe a little bit higher priority. Exactly. No, and, and I I say that ignorantly because I don't know global politics. Well, see, that's the thing, right,
0: with global... Like, who who outside of people who are, like, directly involved
1: in global politics knows about global politics? See, I don't think many people do, but it, it could be very possible that we do ignore the Ukraine-Russia situation. We focus on our steps, and then suddenly we're in a shit show because we did ignore it. You know, I mean, that's a possibility too. So I'm sure there's some balance, but yeah. it just seems like right now the balance is ignore this stuff. Well, I don't... And and, and focus on global. Right. And and ignore ignore is a, is a
0: strong word. Like, I, I don't necessarily feel like that we should be ignoring what's going on in Ukraine. I don't think that at all. I, like... I think they would be very ignorant because if you have a guy like Putin who's power hungry and everybody knows it and he's gonna try to take over that country and then what's next? Right. You know, it's like we've got lots of NATO countries over there and NATO is alliance that's very important to the United States and it's very crucial to our world order and like the connections we have across the globe, trade and everything that we do. Um so it's 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 very important. But it's like how do we decide what's the deciding factor on on whether or not we're going to engage in an active conflict with with another foreign entity you know it's like uh, um
1: at this point i think it sounds like if they use nukes well it's um that's the i i don't stay too up to speed on it because it's a buzz kill not that i'm buzzed ever but um like, from what I understand right now, was like, we're like, okay, if Russia uses strategic nukes against Ukraine, then we'll intervene with more nukes, which will then cost
0: the end of the world, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, there we go. Playing footsies again. Yeah. Well, so I, I, was, um, I was reading how Ukraine, some, they, they think, Russia thinks Ukraine um, took out the bridge between yeah. Russia and Crimea. And uh um really fucked up Russia's supply chain. And so Russia sent some fucking missiles in and bombed the shit out of some civilian targets. So now the US has decided, like that was the that was the straw that broke our back that said, Okay, fine, we'll send anti anti missile systems, you know. So air defense systems. Which we were not willing to do before. Right. Because that was like another level of engagement that we weren't willing to take
1: part in. Well, we initially we were. And then we're told that we shouldn't because it would be considered an act of war if we did. And I thought that was the no-fly zone. Yeah, okay, that's what it was. You're right. It was a no-fly zone, but we were actively at the time sending in anti-aircraft missiles. Anti-aircraft or anti... Yeah. Like we were sending them fucking shit... To take down aircraft. Oh, I didn't. Okay, but it was like it was, um, it was like one generation old stuff. Right. We're not gonna send like them the planes them. we sent in. Yeah. We're not gonna send them the good. Or shit. we couldn't send them. I don't remember now. Either we sent them planes, but it was old generation. But if we sent them new generation, then that's an act of war according to Russia. Or we were gonna send them that, and then they said that's an act of war. But we are already sending them this stuff right. It was. See, and that's the, that's the weird
0: shit about the whole situation is. Why? Why is sending them we can send them fucking tanks, we can send them fucking RPGs, we can send them rifles. We can go over there and fucking train them. We can send them all kinds of fucking shit. Firepower up the ass. that that, that stuff's not an act of war. But if we send them this firepower We're right, then well, it is that's yeah. different. <clears throat> it's like so. So maybe like, if we, if we give them better technology than Russia's got,
1: then it's an act of war. Yeah. You know, so it's well like, it sounds like Russia's gotta kinda switch it up and go to the missile route because their strategy with boots on the ground is pretty archaic. Why do you think that is? Because like when you see
0: photos of like their fucking parades and all the shit, like the superpowers and the fucking like I saw this I saw this video of this parade for Putin. And it was like fucking hundreds and thousands of fucking military vehicles of these huge well, fucking missiles and, and like all yeah. kinds of crazy shit.
1: And it's like, if they've got all that, like how did they fucking fail? Because, well, so what I, what I was listening to, and this is someone's opinion, I don't know if this is true or not, but their success is based purely on numbers. So in the, in the past, They've had more numbers than the other person, so they go in and they kill a shitload of people, and then they get a bunch of their own people killed, but they still have a shit ton more people. So just manpower. It's just manpower. But like the actual like combat strategies, right? Like if you take a fucking a Navy SEAL. Right. It sounds like that's where they're kind of lacking. So their casualty list is very high. Do you think they're... Um, do you think they're... Like,
0: so put you in this situation, right? We're in the United States and um, fucking. Drinking chicken Bi- cock. Bi- Biden or and or say it was Trump or whoever, left or right. Our nation's leadership is, is, is bipartisan coming together to say that we've got a massive threat in Canada. Canada's fucking plotting war against us. And we need to attack them. You know, this is what's going on. They, they show some really fucking convincing shit to pump up the material, military and get everybody fired up and ready to go. And, uh, and so then we fucking send in people to attack Canada. And everybody's like fucking thinking, oh my God, Canada's just going to get fucking destroyed. Big, powerful United States. But they put up a pretty good fucking fight. Start wearing us down a little bit. So then they're like... I'm going to call some of these motherfuckers up that are just, like, regular fucking dudes. Where are you at with that? Like, what do you do? Go further south. (laughs) Yeah, you you leaving the country? Um, No. 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 So what do you do, though? I mean, you fucking... I'm not going, though. So what are you going to do? you going to go to jail? Like, those are your options? Yeah, you you you, you dodge the draft,
1: you go to jail, or you fucking go to war. Those are your options. Mm. I guess I don't know. It depends on how much I believe in the threat. You don't know. You have, you have you have no opinion whatsoever because you have no idea what the threat is. See, that's a hard sell, man. I, I, I know. That's what I'm saying. Honestly, I'll probably fucking go. I'll probably go to Canada. <laughs> not in. Not, not as a fucking. You gonna fight the United States? No, dude. I'm gonna go find me a cabin in the middle of ho dunk nowhere.
0: Sorry, you can't do it bro they
1: won't let you cross the border Just fucking borders are
0: blocked up fucking barricades, dudes with fucking guns, tanks and shit yeah,
1: you're, you're a defector, i suppose I don't know that's hard to vision it's hard to imagine because like if the facts were the facts, what facts what do we fucking know as facts anymore but if if it was truly a thing like there's proof and I was convinced that Canada is a threat, then yeah, I'll go to war. But I got to be really sure fucking convinced of that. I know, but that's the whole thing, right? It's like, especially nowadays,
0: how do you get convinced of something without fucking experiencing yourself? How do
1: you truly get convinced? See, I don't know, because I don't think, maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe that's not true. What? I feel like for the U.S. to go to war now, I don't see them being able to get away with being the initial aggressors without a shit ton of propaganda or evidence, quote, quote. <laughs> like, I feel like everything they do almost has to be reactionary. Well, that's, that's like the, the basis of, of all society now, right?
0: It's because you, there's, so there's so much, much disinformation like, yeah. like to, to, to really know the truth. So if, if you have the greatest of greatest intel... And you have people that are like, I witnessed these atrocities. I was there. And then they can express that to the fucking powers that be in a way that's like very convincing. It's, it's still at that level. They're still taking somebody's word
1: for what they saw, right? That is, yeah. I'm saying like it's reactionary in the sense of 9-11 was because of... We went to war because of 9-11, right? Right. World War II, we got involved in World War II, World war II because of Pearl Harbor, right? Like... Somebody attacked us, which really swung the needle of engagement. Right. Now, I wasn't around. What, what swung the needle for Vietnam? I don't know. That would be interesting to know. Or like, what, Korea, right? Korea. Yeah, war, the Korean conflict. Yeah. So I don't know where the Korean level war. of. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, it would be. I'm not a history guy. In fact, the, I think I've said this once, like war movies and like shit like that. They're not my jam. They're too real. Oh. They're too real? Like, I don't. War freaks me out. Okay. Like dying on a battlefield. <laughs> it's pretty fucking freaky. Yeah, like the freakiest movie scene is when fucking Saving Private Ryan when the guy's in that tower. Oh, my God. And that Slow Knife. Oh, man. <laughs> the Slow Knife. Slow Knife. Up him. God damn it. Anyways. Um but it would be inch i guess where the fuck is bill like what prompted those conflicts or those wars because again th- the major ones that i that i know of was reactionary in the sense of somebody attacked us on our fucking homeland right and i th- i think you made a really
0: good point in that if we are in a position where really the only way we're going to engage into a war a major conflict is if we have a direct threat at the United States and we're reacting to that threat. Yeah.
1: You know But now here we say that as we're actively talking about intervening if fucking Russia uses nukes on
0: Ukraine. Well I think that if Russia uses nukes on Ukraine, the reason I think that they're saying hey it's a it's a heavy threat. Yeah. Um for us to say it, but it's also a heavy threat to the rest of the world that if someone's willing to use nuclear weapons then then it's like at at what point do you have to be proactive is is into figuring out what who the fuck is next right you know but i mean
1: but that that yes and that i don't think that intervention would bring up a draft no no see i think so I, the
0: reason I brought the draft is because Russia's going through a draft right now. Okay. I don't I think
1: in order for the US to go through a draft, we would have to be it would it, I don't it would have to be imminent threat to the entire fucking country. Like direct yeah, like, like, homeland threat. Yeah, people are people are attacking us on our on our soil. Yeah. Because like
0: the technology that we have that, that just exists today that, that that can be used in in war. It doesn't require that many people. Right. You know, so missiles and bombs and lasers and all the shit that we can use and, and the jets and, and that kind of shit. like, so yes, it requires still a shit ton of people, but not so many that we're going to start pulling people out of their fucking homes, off their couches to go fight a war. But Russia, on the other hand, is
1: looking at instituting a draft. Well, they have to. They've, they've initiated a war that they need to finish. Right, and I don't think they can afford to end the war without a quote victory.
0: Afford how? You mean just like afford, like as far as their position in the world, that
1: and Putin's future. Like when I say they, I don't think Putin. Putin can afford can afford to just end the war and claim it a victory in whatever sense he wants to, you know, phrase it. Yeah, that's that I that I understand. Sorry, it's really hard to differentiate and this is kind of shitty like when we say russia like we're n- mainly talking about one person right
0: i mean there's well there's definitely there's definitely followers there's there supporters and, yeah yeah, yeah he's got he's got a lot of people that But there's are, a driving force there sure and and then his propaganda is is trying to shape the minds of the russian citizens and the people that are supporting him that are russian citizens are probably supporting him due to his propaganda right so i mean so if you take that situation and you set it aside, you know they we've already declared that if China goes after Taiwan, that we're gonna fucking intervene.
1: Yeah, but we backtrack that too. No, when? Because every read- time fucking Biden says that, the White House puts out an official statement, basically backtracking it. I haven't, I haven't seen that. I'm not denying that it exists. I know saying. it because on the conservative side of things, they criticize it every time. Is this one of your QAnon videos? This is the QAnon <laughs> video where they basically show Biden saying something and then saying the White House, like, the day after, clarifying, quote, quote, what he said, and the U.S.'s standpoint. Hmm. And at no point does it say we would go to war if they attacked Taiwan. Some weird verbiage about a, they support a they support China and it's yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. yeah, it's I
0: think that so China would be because of the global economy, like we were talking about earlier, I feel like China would be like pretty fucked if they did like Engage in some sort of war that involved us. I think most countries in the world Mm. would be like a little bit fucked. Maybe not like the
1: Scandinavians or something because. I mean, you've got the, but you've got some major powerhouses that would gladly join forces against us, common enemy. Well, China and Russia, but who else? North Korea. Yeah, I guess. You got got North Korea there. I bet you have some, some of those countries in the. But,
0: but how many of, how many countries is that the Asian Pacific region? Uh, sure. I don't know. I don't know either. I'm not great at geography. Well, but those no. are th- okay. But how many countries would join us in that same process though? Because, like, you got yeah, every fucking NATO country, but
1: I know because I'm pretty sure Russia is part of NATO. Okay. Well, the other NATO countries, I think if I'm or not we just have Germany as that it? is, that all we if got? I'm not mistaken, there's 190, let's just say, countries in NATO and like 80 of them would be against the U.S. Really? Yeah. I think they're, I mean, they're small countries, but like, like Syria and shit. Yeah. But I don't think like France is maybe the, a powerhouse. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think a lot of those, I think a lot of those countries like France and England and shit like that, like they, they aren't as military capable as the big guns who are against us. So when you start saying, oh, it's just Russia and North Korea and fucking China. I'm not saying just. No, but, I, but, you, but you understand my standpoint. Yes, like I do. We're clearly the biggest name there. And it, at the end of the day, even with the support of Canada. <laughs> and Mexico. And, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's still uh, essentially U.S. versus North Korea, Russia, China. Yes,
0: I understand. So it's like when you play the game Risk... Yeah. And you're down to fucking. You're on an island, and you got all your fucking dudes are left on one fucking country, and you get battled from every single side from every single country. You're
1: you're gonna lose. Yeah, you know, like I don't know if we would lose, but well, I mean, if there's you, strength in numbers, and even with smaller countries, like there's capability there. I mean, well, yeah,
0: I, I maybe you wouldn't lose, but I mean, it would be um, so like if we if we were getting attacked. You know, like, we have a Navy, but it's only so fucking big. Mm-hmm. You know, so if we're getting attacked from, from both sides, from the East Coast and the West Coast, and then from the South, you know, from different countries, all at the same fucking time, it's all coordinated, fucking jets are flying in and jets are flying in and boats are coming in and all the shit. Fucking missiles are coming through the fucking sky. Like, I would say that, like, it would be very fucking hard to defend. You know, we have a lot of resources, but I would think it was a pretty fucking thing. And that is when they're calling up all the fucking Bubbas and all their guns and all their four-wheel
1: drives. I don't even think it gets to that point anymore. I think we're so technolo- technologically advanced that if there was, because that would be World War Three, right? Well, yeah. If there was a World War Three, I think it's nukes. Well yeah, then everybody's fucked. Then everyone's fucked. Yeah. Like I, I I find it I I struggle seeing a World War III where we're not all fucked. Okay, so
0: how many billionaires have fucking rocket ships ready Okay, to go? don't look up if, if it's if it's <laughs> if it's World War III then and they're like they're like, okay, we got a fucking
1: bug out rocket ship. We're gonna go fucking populate Mars or What some do you shit. think would like what would be the stop? of World War Three, is there enough like people like populations of countries who are just like it's not fucking worth it that could so, put an end to it basically I think that um there would
0: be a viral TikTok where all the countries <laughs> come together and they sing we are the world we are the children and then it cuts out then, because it all fu- <laughs> the nukes dropped no no it's it's and it's like all the leaders of the, of the world with their fingers on the button are listening to the TikTok and the a single tear runs down their cheek and they and they close the slowly close the cover of the button and they don't hit the button and we're all friends again. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very funny. picturesque. That's 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 what happens. TikTok saves the world.
1: Maybe I don't know. That's uh that's gonna be a
0: hard place to be. Well fuck. Well, that, and that's what I'm saying, though. Before you get there, are you going to fight Canadians? Fuck yeah. <laughs> well, and that's the whole thing. It's like, man. It, are I, you going to go
1: fight Canadians or are you going to get blown up by a nuke? Well, that's that's a fucking hard
0: place <laughs> to be though, right? Like, so, like, you think about that. When you go all the way back to the Civil War, you know, and they have fucking family members killing family members and people fighting for, for like, fighting people that they know, fighting people that they love, for the for the idea of something yeah you know and so it's like you know it's like we well, gotta stand for something right Or you you know but it's like uh, then i think i would stand for like my, my fellow human yeah you know and it's like so so i've been to canada i traveled all across canada and them motherfuckers are good fucking people man that's why this is not
1: ever going to be a i, real I know thing.
0: but i'm just saying but it's like so it, like to to like convince somebody me particularly to want to go and fucking shoot people that are like that I, i've never in my life experienced anything bad from you know it's like i i would have a much easier time if we got drafted to go fight fucking cartels in Mexico that are blowing people up and like mm-hmm. all that kind of shit, you
1: know, and like taking over cities and like that would be easier. Well, again, that's why if a draft is going to happen, there's going to be some significant event that changes your mind. Mhm. Well, like if a significant event happens and they're like we need people to come fight so this doesn't come to us, I my thoughts going to be, okay, I'm going to do everything I possibly can to make sure that it doesn't get to my kids. So so Justin Trudeau fucking sends some missiles across the
0: border and levels fucking what? Detroit or something like that or what what's right across the border? Canada, big city. True. New York's right up there, I guess. They probably picked something over there on the east coast. But <laughs> They but, probably would. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nicest
1: people I know. Picking out. I'm just. Hey, we're just going. We're just. Hey. We're just spitballing here. Hey. They fucking. They rode their moose up to the border, <laughs> and then they threw a grenade. Yeah. Boop. And then I said, "Oh, that's where the moose knuckle comes from." <laughs> I said, "Oh, hey, here it comes." So uh, um, I don't know if you noticed or not, but I got my voice is kind of funny. So your voice, um well, A, this has been a really mellow podcast. We yeah. didn't have the energy, but your voice is really deep, even though you're not feeling great. I well, I guess what happens when I when um You've when, got like the you've got like the midnight radio host show voice oh, going Johnny on. Johnny Fever. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> just what? drinking some chicken cock.
0: <laughs> Better than eating it true this is good by the way yeah okay so uh
1: what are we drinking tonight yours
0: yeah we're drinking i'm gonna have to uh,
1: definitely not buy a bottle of it here i got i got my i got my readers out here
0: um chicken cock straight bourbon whiskey the famous old brand established in 1856 you know what like, how many fucking bottles of whiskey say they were established in the 1800s? Yeah, but then that's a family
1: recipe. It, fe- it makes us feel like it's like, not but it real. says that. Okay, so here's the weird thing the bottle is a cool bottle. It says that, but then on the back it says it's just bottled by a company, so it's not okay. even distilled by them. Hang on, let me, let me read it.
0: One of the oldest bourbon brands in the United States.
1: But and they don't that's distill the,
0: That's the first line. Chicken Cock was established in 1856 in Paris, Bourbon County, Kentucky. Seven decades later, it was a stable of Prohibition-era speakeasies, including the world-famous Cotton Club, known as the famous old brand. So Chickencock died off after World War II, but has now returned to its rightful place in the pantheon of great American heritage whiskeys. So distilled by grain and barrel spirits in Bardstown, Kentucky, made in USA. So are they saying that... Wait, did that, did that it said it was distilled in Bardstown? Yes. Okay. Are they saying that this is a, a recipe of bourbon that, that was um, created in, in 1856 in Paris, Bourbon County, Kentucky... And then um, fizzled out through prohibition, and then has been resurrected by some happenstance that somebody in the family or something had the fucking recipe. So it's like the stories on the bourbon bottles is something that like it's so difficult to really trust what you, what are we really drinking and and where's it really from? Because it yeah. seems like every time I every time I look at a new bottle of bourbon it says established in 18 something like they want to be like the oldest fucking bourbon like well that's what they say about buffalo trace buffalo trace is apparently the oldest distillery and bourbon in in the united states and it was like pre-prohibition like way the fuck back all and and it was like it made it through prohibition um because they were using it as medicinal purposes, so they sold their fucking distilled whatever shit to hospitals and stuff. So that's maybe maybe with Buffalo Trace, their claim to fame is that they're the oldest continuous.
1: Maybe. You know, distillery, what are you looking at over there? I was trying to look up Chicken Cock and where it was actually distilled. So it's distilled at Grain and Barrel, which is owned by Bartstown Bourbon Company, owns it. And then it's a collab. So they basically distill and then I think it gets mixed. So it, it's kind of in house. Like it's a blend of different ones of bourbons that the Bardstown company owns, I guess. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of distilled and made by them. But at the same time, it's kind of blended. It's a blend of their own shit. It is a blend then? Yeah. Oh, okay or it's collabed at least. I don't it's, it see that's the thing. It's not transparent. Yeah, so it's 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 confusing.
0: It is, and that's I guess that's what I'm saying about like it's it's just like so many of them are just it's really like are they selling good whiskey or are they selling a good story? Yeah.
1: Well, on a fairness note that it it's a good whiskey. I it, like it. It is really a good whiskey. I like it a lot. Speaking yeah. of good whiskey. Okay. Last episode, did you listen to the whole episode yet? I did. Okay. I said, all I want is to find a bottle of E.H. E-H- Taylor. Fucking Taylor. And Bill said, I think you're going to find one. And two goddamn days later, guess what? I fucking found one, baby. <laughs> Kyle got his Oh, E-H- I'm so happy. Taylor. So now I just want to put it out there on the record for this podcast. All I want to do is win... One of the lotteries I play. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: all I want. That's all I want. And and let's I, put it on and the I podcast. i was going to say, Kyle, I think you have a chance of winning that lottery. Well, I always have a chance. You're probably going to do it. All I, right, think, I think. Thanks. I think you can do it. So, anyways, but no, dude, I was so pumped. I know oh, you so sent me pumped. the picture. You were so fucking pumped. I, well, I don't. It I was. Yeah. It was I, so I was so ironic. I was reliving that moment when I was listening to the podcast today. I was fucking working outside, and I was like. Motherfucker got his bottle and he wanted it so fucking bad. And I remember you said you said something along the lines of, so does that mean I'm gonna have to go and check three times a day at the fucking liquor store to see if I can find this bottle? And Bill's like, Nah, it's not gonna be like that. (laughs) And you're like, Well, I don't have time for that shit. You know, and then and then maybe you did check the liquor store three times a day. I didn't though. No, you didn't.
1: How often did you go? I went went twice. Twice a day. So I went No, 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 no. So I went the night – I went a night, and they had – they didn't have it, obviously. But they had the label in there. But they it. had a label in there. And so this specific store, um, I've seen a label in there, and then I've seen a bottle in there the next day. Like they pre-put the label out Right. So I asked one of the people there. I'm like, so is this label out there mean it's coming in tomorrow? Like you got it in the back now? Or does it mean you just sold it and it's gone? And he looked at it and he goes, I'm going to think we just sold it and it's gone. I'm like, fuck. All right. Well, thank you for your time. And uh, so I left. And then that next morning, like 9 o'clock, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go fucking check. And I went and checked. And there it was.
0: Do you feel awkward buying a bottle of whiskey at 9 a.m.?
1: Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I... I've been in there before. But the ladies, the, the checkout gal's like, I literally just put this in there. And she goes, so you must be having a good, going to have a good afternoon or something like that. I'm like, yeah, well, that's when you put it in there. I got to come you by. You must be having there. a good morning. Yeah, it was a good
0: morning. Well, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's like uh, there's definitely a visual, like uh, uh, to someone buying hard alcohol before 10 a.m., before
1: fucking noon. Yeah, but I think yes I, there I, is i understand from a collector's point from, of view from I and it. i think from the lady the checkout lady i think she got it too because she knew she just put it out there and she knew it was the only one and she knew that it was desirable but to the joe schmo who's walking and getting his bag of coffee right and i'm getting shit out of a case yeah yeah that's that's and that's what i'm
0: that's what i'm saying because there's been times when it's like i'm in there early for for whatever fucking reason i'm getting gas and i want to get a fucking i don't know a burrito
1: (laughs) b for burrito uh i'll like
0: huh what if there's anything good in the case but then i'll go motherfucker it's nine o'clock in the morning what are you fucking looking at that case for you fucking like there's no like why would you be looking at the case at 9 a.m now grant i'm not saying that about you right now because you were on a mission to find a very specific bottle and and it was like a goal of yours, and that's the only way you're gonna find it is if you're fucking there at 9 a.m. It just really is. Yeah, that's the I, I understand hard truth that. of it. It's like it's like you're fucking Indiana Jones in the Temple of Bourbon, and you're just like got to fucking switch that bag out for the bottle of bourbon. Yeah. It's pur- you know, I, it's like there's a timing thing, and I understand that. I just know like there's been there's been times like the only people I ever see coming out of the fucking store with booze at 9 a.m. Is some fucking dude with one can of Four loco, because that's all he can <laughs> fucking afford, and he's going to go get cranked up on his Four loco. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, oh, like, yeah. I'm, I feel you. I'm, I'm I'm glad I'm not. What's up? What are you doing over there? Yep. Okay, going back to B. Going back to B. Going back to B. The barique. The the fucking burrito. You didn't listen to last week's episode. Yeah, you're missing out. Oh, so uh, we were talking just a couple minutes ago. So when I get a little under the weather, or if I have like a like a late night, Mm -hmm. and I wake up the next day, this is
1: this is my this is your voice. This is is the voice I have. Yeah, you've been bad a little bit of a cold.
0: Yeah, well, you know when you spend you spend a couple days with a bunch of fucking college kids you're bound to get something you know so and i did i hung out with my son i just two weekends in a row i was gonna say yeah dude this fucking concert we went to so kudos to my son connor i know i talked a lot about him in the last pod too um but he invited me he called me up a couple weeks ago and he says hey he says you want to go to a concert i was like well yeah what, what are you talking about and he says well there's a concert coming up in madison and like the 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 dad or the me is whoever I am. I shouldn't say it's a dad thing. It's just a me thing. And I'm like, all right, cool. Let's fucking do it. I'll pick up the tickets. You know, and, and I'm like, how much, how much of the tickets? He goes, Don't worry about it. I got this. And I was like, whoa. Okay. So I'm like, Do you need anything? He's like, nope, not anything. And it's so weird because I didn't know what to do with myself. It's like <laughs> I'm going to a concert, but I don't have to plan anything. I don't have to do anything. I just don't have to buy anything. It's just like I just fucking long for the ride. It's like this is a different experience for me. And uh so we get down to um well first he fucking shows up at the house. I'm like, so what's the plan? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm like I, I got the tickets. Well, I what do you mean? And so so it was supposed to be just him and I. And then beef beef like beef's coming, you know, then Beef's girlfriend is coming. And uh and then uh his buddy Cody and Kyle are coming. Then some fucking dude named some Gage is, is coming too. He's just like, holy fucking shit, how many people are going to be at this thing? You know, All of a sudden it was like from, from him and I just having like some whatever concert and then it's like all these people and it's like, it doesn't bother me. I think it was fun. We had a good time. But uh, so I'm like, all right, so our Beef and this girlfriend staying at the house? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, well, if they are, then I want to like set up a bed for them so they have a place to sleep, because so I'm sleeping on the fucking couch, you know? Like, I don't wanna do that. They're guests. And uh you know, I don't care if they're college kids or not, they're still guests in my house. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, Oh, yeah, I suppose yeah. figure that out. So they fucking show up and I'm like, So what's going on? And they're like, I don't know. <laughs> it's like <laughs> motherfuckers. So I'm like, Are you guys staying here? And they're like, Well, I guess. I'm like, All right, well, I'd grab crab, like, let's go set them up a fucking bed then. So we get all their shit set up and everything and make sure that they're ready to go. And uh, I'm like, so are we going to, like, what are we going to do for dinner? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, do you want to go out? He's like, yeah, we could go out. And I'm like, do you want to eat here? And he's like, we could eat here. It's <laughs> like, so, so I cooked dinner, um, and then we head down to Sock to meet his other friends. And then uh, these guys, fucking kids, man. Like I, I love them. They're good kids, but they're they're playing, they're playing poker. And I'm I'm making some air quotes because we don't have our camera yet, so you can't see me. But and instead of betting with chips or money, they're betting with drinks of beer. Oh, and so we're playing Texas Hold'em. Like are you gonna play? I'm like, fuck, I'll play. I'll fucking make you guys drink for a while. And uh, um, they're like looking at their cards and like oh I'm gonna bet two drinks on this end this is like okay so what does that mean it's like well if you lose you have to take or if I win you guys say, I'll have to take two drinks if you stay in it's like okay so the next guy's like ah oh, man I'm doing four drinks on this one And everybody's like, whoa four drinks and then if you get the six drinks and you have to finish your, your drink okay and it's just like they're all like finish your drink they're, like, they're ready to go and I'm like fuck that <laughs> I don't care if I got a full house. I'm not going to fucking lose, so I have to fucking chug a beer. I'm not interested in slamming beers. And these guys are like, yeah, let's do it. So they're fucking slamming their beers. And, and they're, like, going in on a full beer, like, on a pair of threes. Yeah, they got nothing. Yeah, it's just and it's so fun. It, it's just, like, fun, like, funny. Just, it's just observing, you know? So we sat down there for a little bit, and then I'm like, so when are we leaving? Like, when, when's the doors open? Oh, so <laughs> Connor know. pulls up his phone and it's like uh half hour ago. No, this, the concert starts at eight. And I'm like, so we get down there like at seven, right? Park, you know, get in there, get our tickets, you know, get a drink, find a good place to stand. And he's like, yeah, okay. Now, why would we want to do that? He's like fucking Kip Moore. He doesn't even, Kip Moore is the, the headliner's name. He's like, he doesn't even start to like nine. I'm like, yeah, who's the who's the band playing ahead of him? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, he's like, we did listen to there's some music, they're pretty good. I'm like, well, okay, whatever. We'll just go when you want to go. He's like, we'll leave here at like 630. I'm like, and, and it's about 40 minutes away to get from where we were to the venue. Okay. And I'm like, so we're leaving at 630. The band starts at eight. And it's forty minutes there. Then we got to park. We got to get tickets. I'm like, so they'll pretty much be playing by the time we get in there. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. I'm like, okay, just don't plan on getting a good seat because, like, it's not gonna happen. So we show up, and it's cold, right? It's been mm-hmm. cold here the last few days, and uh, I, I fucking hate wearing a coat to a concert. I fucking hate it. It's just like I don't want to get hot and sweaty in there. And I knew I was gonna buy a T-shirt when I got in there. So I take my coat, all my shit, like my heavy, cold stuff, and I throw it in the car. And we're walking from the parking garage to the venue. It's not very far. But we go stand in line. And it's a little chilly. It's not bad. We get up to the fucking door, and Connor's like rapidly fucking pounding on his phone. I'm like, what's going on? So finally, he's like, fuck. I'm like, what? He goes, I can't download my tickets. I'm like, you didn't fucking download your tickets yet? And he's like, no. And I'm like, there's fucking 20,000 people here on their phones. Like, there's no service. This is like a dead zone. Like, like, I'm like, always, always, always either take screenshots or download your tickets ahead of time, put them in your Apple wallet. He's like, You can do that? It's like, Yeah. It's like, what's what it's for. So we're standing outside, freezing our fucking ass yeah, off, waiting for this. Yeah. Well, everybody else already went in. Okay. Cause you they know, had their shit downloaded. They, they had their shit. And, uh, um, or they did it on their way down, whatever it was. So we finally, he finally got him to load, and we got inside. And uh, it was, it was like this continuous lesson of like what it means to be the person who's in charge of of like a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's organization, it's dealing with like what ifs and and the planning and all that. But at the same time, it's like even if you don't plan shit, you can still have a fucking great time. You know and that's what i told him before we even left i'm like he's like well he's like i don't know i don't know what's going on i'm like well that's okay some of the best times of my life came from not knowing what the fuck was going on so there's a level of that spontaneity that can create a really good time but it was kind of fun watching him go through his paces of learning <laughs> like how to actually <clears throat> plan something for a for a group of people that has some organization. Now but I I think he's like he's been part of planning some of these trips he's taken for spring break with his friends and stuff. Like he got he's the one that gets the hotel and all that. Shit. Literally just get the hotel and be like,
1: we'll figure it out when we get there. I think so. That must be what they I do. think that's the vibe now, is just get the major details figured out, make sure you got a place to stay and then Yeah. After Done. that, you figure it out. Just fucking show up. Transportation figured out. All right. Yeah. We'll get the rest of them down there.
0: So, anyway, we had a good concert. Yeah. And uh, and he's figuring it out and learning how to manage that stuff. And uh, well,
1: I thought he was sick. I, I forgot the concert was when we came to get the pick you up to get that cabinet. I'm like, oh, I got to think about it, Connor. And he's on the couch. I looked in there and he looked like just fucking wiped. I'm like, is he sick? No, he just... he. Was, nah, we just had a late night. <laughs> we had a late night. Well, we, we rolled in at
0: like 2 a.m. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Yeah, so it was interesting. So like, um, I, and I was impressed because I watched him, like we had drinks when we first got there, but I watched him like cut himself off because he knew he was driving. Oh, over. sure. So I was proud of him for that because he wasn't going to be putting us in a bad position. Yeah. Um, but also I know what it's like driving at 2 a.m. with a bunch of fucking people in your car that are right, sleeping right. and shit. So him and I cranked up the music, and we fucking karaokeed it all the way home. And it's like, it's only an hour. Yeah, that, that goes by quick. It does. But it's like... Until I, you have to pee. Well, or until you get tired. Yeah. You know, it's like, and that was my worry. It's just like, I, he's like me. When he gets tired, and he'll do the fucking nod. Mm. And it's like, you tired? Are you good? Yeah, I'm fine. Don't worry about it. I'm good. And it's just like, I don't know. Look like you just nodded. It's like no, no, no. I'm good. Don't worry about it. You know, and then the stereo goes up a little louder. The fucking yep. windows go down. You know, trying to shake it off a little bit, and then fucking nod again. It's like you good? Yeah, yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine. It's like no, you're not. So I, I kind of anticipated that. So we just fucking karaoke did all the way home. Yeah. And, yeah, man. Yeah. So got to spend a couple weekends with him. So that's that's kinda, fun. It's kind of why I think. You haven't gotten rest. the must haven't. No, I actually healed yourself. I've been sleeping good. That's good. I have. I, I the voices are definitely a leftover from two weekends ago. Um it is never it hasn't gotten back to normal ever since. You know, it's still like I don't think I can yell really loud if I wanted to, but I honestly I don't mind the sound of my yeah, voice it's nice it's, and it, deep it's, yeah yeah it's like it's like oh that's that's not too powerful. ike's new deep voice yeah it's my new uh it's my new podcast voice it's a little raspy could dig
1: it yeah the only thing you're missing is the energy i i the voice brings in en- i i don't think you're non energetic yeah your voice it, adds <laughs> a level of like calm chillness it
0: does i don't disagree and i and i think that's um I don't have a, a much of a high end, yeah, you know, and I know like my high end voice is a like, part of my energy. Uh, hey, my, hey. yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely it. Welcome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's my. <laughs> t- 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 oh, oh, oh. <laughs> there's my. There's my funny laugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, so, all right, brother. Please. Hey, man. Hey. Hey, man. Hey. <laughs> hey, man. Hey. Hey, man. My nice name's shot. Donnie Baker, man. You know who Donnie Baker is? Yeah, man. <laughs> you ever <laughs> seen his real shit?
1: I have not. I've only heard the only thing I've ever heard of him is Bob and Tom.
0: He's got video now, okay. And Which would make sense, yeah. And it's something like he's like a real person. I, I really, like like you don't
1: think that's a persona?
0: I I part of me thinks maybe not. Part of me thinks maybe he's like. Like Donnie Baker's, like, like it's partial, like maybe a little persona, but when you see him, if it's not persona, like, or if it is persona, he he's just in it so so well and so yeah, easy. he's so deep. He's he's like fucking Christian Bale, the Machinist. You know, he's like he's mm. like so fucking committed to this character. Like, <clears throat> he's got this greasy fucking Joe Dirt mullet, like greasier than Joe Dirts, and he's chubby. Yeah, and he's just like. Yeah, it's he is like a fucking full-on Florida man, <laughs> Donnie Baker, and it is, it's uh, uh, all of, all the Donnie Baker glory. But that's fun, you know. But he, it's like um, I saw him get into like go on to like a political rant. Okay, and, but he was he wasn't like uh, the Bob and Tom Donnie Baker. He was like Donnie Baker, but about politics. And it's like maybe he's real. <laughs> maybe this is like really who he is
1: like the voice
0: and the mannerisms. Yeah. Well, and just like the the uh Yeah, like that's that's really how he sounds. That's really how he how he acts. That's really how he thinks. You know, and like he's we he always adds an s to the end of words. Like, yeah. You know, like maybe that's really who he is. Mm. And 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 Bob and Tom just fucking stumbled upon him now. There's got I I don't know. I'll have to look. I always figured, like, all the people, the characters on their show were, like,
1: just people in their studio. Yeah. You know, but this guy, I don't think he's in their studio. No, he's, like, yeah, right. No, he's a comedian, and they bring on comedians. And then he just kind of integrates himself as, like, a regular part of the show. Yeah, something. I, but
0: he just he just mm. looks like such a fucking, like, total redneck <laughs> dude. Like, it's, it's crazy. You have to look him up. You have to look him up. I
1: know what he looks like. Uh, I've just never, like watched a video of mm-hmm. him well i kind, i kind of had to just because like i'd listened to him
0: for so long you know when i when i was really on the bob and tom cake. and now it's not bob bob's not there anymore yeah but it's still called the bob and tom show i know it's weird yeah it's, it's like, like bob and tom it's like no no no. it's just, just it's, tom yeah it's just tom tom and chick and christy christy Yeah, that's, that's it do they know? have that guy chick, chick, chick oh yeah you G. said chick, yeah, yeah, yeah chick. tom and tom and chick and christy yeah yeah, Chick McGee, Christy Lee, and Tom Griswold. Yeah. Griswold. They're
1: getting he's getting older
0: though. Yeah, I think I think like, Chick's probably in his fifties. I bet you Christy is too. Yeah, is Tom like I bet you he's in his 60s. Yeah, he's like Howard Stern era. Right? Yeah, well, maybe.
1: How old is Howard Stern? I thought like sixties. Maybe not. He could be like 70. There's like that old school. We don't have to go into this because it's gonna be a longer conversation. But like, there's like that original voice kind of night morning show. Yeah, yeah, people. yeah, yeah, for sure. Like the new ones are just so well. It's Bob and Tom super scripted, not too though. Yeah. Well, the the new ones are like the fucking don't look up people. Yeah. Like oh. Hello, yeah, it, it's all fake laugh tracks. But that's what Bob and Tom turned into. They they really did. They're. Once,
0: and, and wasn't it the, like, the, what's it called? the Is it FCC? The the fucking Federal Communications? Yeah, something? Commission. Commission, they're the ones that, like, regulate what they
1: can can and can't say. So, yeah, and that's probably why Stern went to, like, well, that was right satellite when radio. satellite radio started becoming a thing and stuff oh, like yeah, that, right? Oh, yeah, that's totally why he went to satellite radio, because he was getting fined, like, every fucking day he yeah. was on the air. But even, like, when, <sighs> like, Dish or Cable came out and he started getting his own show, like, it was more private stuff where he could be to himself. Yeah. You know, because fuck the a morning show now on broadcast radio is no different than a fucking late night show on TV. It's just fucking laugh tracks and oh right, it's bull. It's all ugh, it's garbage.
0: There's no genuineness. No. Like they're like no, oh, it's national donut day. And it's National Cupcake Day, and this, what, See? it's like,
1: I was on a podcast, and that inspired me to write a story about a cupcake. Okay. <laughs> we got to get the fuck I, out I of think, here, bro. I think that's where we stop. All right. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Oh, hey, fun fact, really quick. <laughs> <laughs> really quick, what's up? You said, thanks for bearing with us. Yeah. And at first, I thought, okay, B-E-A-R, bearing. Like, wait. Is that a conundrum word? Or is it supposed to be B-A-R-E, bearing? Like, I don't know which one it's supposed to be. So they had to look it up, and they mean different things, but the one we were talking about is bear as an animal bear. Thanks for bearing with us.
0: B-E-A-R, yeah, bearing. Yeah, I didn't B-A-R. know bearing. Bearing is like B-A-R. It's like when you, like, like
1: when like when revealing right yeah, well, yeah i was gonna have some kind of something with bill in it yeah when you're revealing and burying is like dealing with so anyways yeah, yeah. fun fact okay and
0: it's also something that it goes inside of a wheel a bearing. true yeah to make things smooth yeah fucking a man crazy oh it's also like finding your bearing when you're like trying to direction get direction yeah god
1: damn what the fuck what the fuck wait is bearing finding direction is that b-e-a-r I bet it is. I think it, yeah, maybe it has it's, to be, right? And then there's the Bering Straight,
0: which is B-E-R-I-N-G. Yep. Yeah. Whoa. That's different, though. That's more name. That's a noun. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, everybody, thank you so much for listening to my Johnny Fever late night voice. I don't know if I'll have this next week. So so um, enjoy it while you can. Yeah,
1: just enjoy. Just it keep well. playing episode <laughs> 60, I think, it's say... Alright, peace, everybody. Much love. Till next time. Bye Bye, bye.